Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. All right, guys, welcome to another episode of Pick Johnny's Brain. This is where climbers send in their questions, music business questions, uh, artist development questions, digital marketing questions, marketing questions, music promo questions, songwriting questions, anything having to do with the music industry. Send them to info at daredevilproduction.com. Production is singular. There is no S. Again, that's info at daredevilproduction.com. And you put song. Uh, not song title challenge. I said you put pick Johnny's brain in the subject line. Sorry, and then uh, I put them in the right folder, and I'll answer them live on the air. So this comes from a longtime friend of the podcast, a, a climber named Tracy Lip up there in. Um, uh, he's in one of the Nordic countries. I think it's Finland, and. His Oh, and by the way, if you, if you haven't downloaded the informational PDF, 21 Biggest Reasons You Don't Have More Fans and How to Fix It, then please do so. Go to giftfromjohnny.com and just tell us where to send it. J-O-H-N-N-Y, giftfromjohnny.com, and tell us where to send it. There'll be a link in the show notes as well. And also, we're open for consultations right now. A lot of people starting to come out of COVID. They're trying to figure out what to do. We get, we can help you out there. Sometimes, you know, the general information that we can give is, is obviously very helpful or we wouldn't have a successful podcast. But sometimes you need a little one-on-one, something to be a little bit more personal to you, a little bit more surgically dialed into exactly what you're doing. So here we go. This is the pick Johnny's brain question. So Tracy is telling me in this email, he's working with a project and they use DistroKid as their aggregate distributor. And there was a problem that one of the people in the band used a boost company. It triggered suspicious activity on Spotify and Spotify pulled the single because it was looking suspicious. Then they went back to DistroKid. DistroKid really wasn't doing anything about it which is no big surprise. And um, Spotify isn't going to put it up again until they've determined that the streams are legit. And of course, that's number 4,000 on their list of things to do. And it, you know, DistroKid says it might take months to figure out what happened. So bottom line is, and then here and now, no Spotify. So the question was, you know, which one of the aggregate distributors is the best? DistroKid, CD, Baby, TuneCore, et cetera. 
I, I think there's a, there's a couple things that there's a, there's like five questions in this that I want to that I want to tackle. Uh, as far as the aggregate distributors are concerned, it just depends on you know how savvy you are with doing it. If you're brand new in the box, I would probably choose TuneCore or CD Baby over anything else simply because they have customer service. DistroKid is very inexpensive for one reason. There's like zero customer service. So if you don't know how to set that up and you don't know where the bodies are buried, then you're going to get into trouble. I've personally never worked with TuneCore, but I know the people over there. They're great and they'll, they'll get you. They'll hit you back. We have worked a lot in the past with CD Baby. Uh, let me tell you something. First of all, their legal department is awesome. We had an artist that we worked with who, when he was very, very young, some songwriter approached him because he was a great singer, and uh, his, the artist's name is Mark Bray, killer singer, great guy. And this songwriter approached him and sort of traded off, said, hey, listen, I'll pay for a bunch of studio time and get you in the studio, and we'll do a, your first record, but I want you to sing all my songs. And so Mark was young, and he's like, yeah, sure, why not? And so I think they made a couple records together. This songwriter wasn't great, but I mean, I, you got to applaud the guy for finding a really good vocal vehicle to get his stuff out there. And, you know, Mark, listen, Mark got some killer studio experience, maybe learned a little bit how to make records. This wasn't like the most pro version. Again, Mark was really young. Uh, he's so much farther down his artist journey now. But we ran into a problem when we went to release his new stuff that that we worked on that i worked on with randy barber from bar frog music and all this other stuff was up there and it was really not reflective of what it was listen it was a great learning experience it was all these things that guy got some recordings of his songs which is good for him he gets to keep it for posterity but they didn't have a record deal they didn't have permission to use the artist's likeness or his voice on their songs. I mean, he went and he did it, but there's no contract. So, and I didn't want that. And Randy from Barfog didn't want that. And Mark didn't want that out in the marketplace, confusing what he was doing now, which is, I mean, stellar, stellar, super competitive stuff. So uh, we got on an email exchange with CD Baby's lawyers, and it was taken down literally within, I think it was like less than a week. So, I mean, I applaud CD Baby. They're really good at that. So it just, it's a question of how much attention are you going to need? If you are really good at this, you can go to one of these other services that it's very stripped down, but you know what you're doing, and so you don't need the help. But if you're going to need the help, then you're probably just better off going with CD Baby or with, with TuneCore because then if something gets screwed up, if you make a mistake or something else comes up, you've, you've got some people you can talk to there, and, and both TuneCore and CD Baby are going to be very interested in trying to help you. Again, haven't worked with TuneCore directly. I know Shelby Kennedy over here in Nashville, and he is about as, as sweet as they get. I know Kevin Bruner from CD Baby. I, again, I have worked with them, and they're amazing. Here's the bigger question, the boost thing. Why this happened to begin with, okay? Hey, Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain here. You caught me just finishing up some editing on Getting Real with John and Beth. I want to share my first experience with Factor Meals for you. I think you'll find this interesting because I bet the same thing happens to you. I had just received my first shipment from Factor Meals the other day, and I was excited to try one of the prepared restaurant-quality meals for myself. 
Anyway, I was working away and noticed it was very late and it was my night to make dinner. I jumped up and headed to the kitchen, went to grab the ingredients for the dish I was going to make and realized I was missing a prime ingredient. Well, I could make a run to the store or I could make one of my new factor meals. <laughs> Actually, the choice was easy. I grabbed a cavatappi, an Italian-style pork ragu with garlic broccoli, heated the oven per instructions, and minutes later was enjoying a very delicious, nutritious, and dietitian approved meal. It really was everything factor meals said it would be. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat. Take it from me and head to factormeals.com slash pantheon50 and use the code pantheon50 to get 50% off. That's factormeals.com slash pantheon50 and use the code pantheon50 to get 50% off. I want to impress upon everybody that you understand from a big picture marketing perspective what is good and what is not good and exactly what a streaming play is in in terms of a playlist versus somebody visiting your Spotify account, okay, going to your page on Spotify, essentially. Uh, a good example I came up with the other day when I was in this conversation was it's the difference between selling festival tickets if you're on a festival circuit as an artist or selling hard ticket sales if, if you're at a venue and they're paying to see you. You know, festival tickets kind of really don't count. You can say, I played in front of a million people and, and all these festivals and nobody in the industry is really going to care because the festival is the draw. You're not the draw. That doesn't prove anything necessarily about what kind of crowd that you can draw. It just proves that maybe you know somebody or, you know, hey, God bless. Maybe you're a really great artist and you can, you can keep that audience entertained, which is fantastic. But until you sell hard ticket sales, until they're spending that same amount of money to come and see you, kind of doesn't matter. Well, for streaming and for playlist streams, okay, because what this artist did was they paid some company that they didn't know about to try to boost – their single on Spotify. And what that was, was like a playlist hustle. Okay. So do I like playlist streams? Of course. I mean, if you're on a playlist and you get on the right playlist, you can get a boatload of streams. That's good for optics, right? For social proof. That is good for money. If I mean, if you, I know artists with eight, 12 million streams, they're making money off of streaming because they're on the right playlist. But those same artists can't sell out my office. So playlisting pretty much sucks for, it's pretty much non-existent for discovery. While it can scratch an ego itch, and while I don't, I, I, and keep, keep in mind, two, three, or four things can be true at the same time, and that's difficult for human brains, no matter how smart you are, to wrap, to wrap your heads around. It's, it's, uh, it's very easy to go left or right, black or white. It's, it's one thing or the other. It's very polarized. It's not the case here. If I have a big enough budget, we have a killer playlist promotion company that we use. And if anybody's interested, you can email me and I'll, I'll hook you up with them. I'll send you the deck. They are legit. They work with Atlantic Records. They work with Interscope. They work with a lot of really big artists. They're totally above board. They own and curate a boatload of different playlists in a boatload of different genres. And they'll put you in there and you get reports every single week on what playlist you're on, a link to that playlist, and how many people are listening to those playlists. And every single time I've used them, they have delivered. But I only do it for optics. Right? If I have a small budget... And um, we can't maybe afford to go do that. It's not 
worth it. Because I, what I like to do, if I have a bigger budget, I'll do the playlist promotion and then I'll be running our own digital promotion simultaneously. So when I'm turning people on to the artist and they go to see the artist's page and they go click on the music and they listen to it, then it is, they can see those numbers grow and it gets exciting. There's a little bit of a hook in there. Okay. But a playlist stream is like a festival ticket, if you get my point. And a a stream on your artist account because somebody visited there is like a hard sale ticket. It's weighted differently by Spotify. It's weighted differently by the industry. And you need to be aware of this. You need to be savvy about this. Okay. We're all trying to get those, those playlist streams, but I'm generalizing. Okay. I'm generalizing here. So I'm not so sure about the pop world. And I think rap wise, there's some, there's some discovery going on for sure, but I can dang sure tell you that in the rock world and in the country music world, that discovery on Spotify from playlists is non-existent. Will you get the streams? Yes. But will anybody know who you are? No, not enough. It's not worth the squeeze. So on that note, I just want you to know before you venture out that, hey, don't go don't go looking for the cheapest way to get playlist streams because like this artist did here, you're going to find it. I promise you. And, and a lot of it is janky. They'll use the stream farms, which is a version of click farms where they've got banks of walls with iPhones on them. And all they do is keep playing that stream over and over and over again. And Spotify's algorithm knows how to detect this. And the AI knows how to detect this. So it's not real, and, and, and it doesn't matter because again, you're st- like to what, what's the value in that for you? What you're trying to do is get exposure. What you're trying to do is get more people to listen to your music. But if you go to the wrong place and, and you get, you know, a million streams, but they're all bots, guess what? It, it doesn't even work for optics, right? Because none of those bots are going to go to your artist account to stream it. And, and who's going to find out about it? Nobody's finding out about it. You see what I'm saying? Know the value of a playlist stream and if it should work for you or not work for you. And that's largely dependent on the size of your budget, okay? Whether or not you can afford it. And if you can't afford it, then you you got to use legit companies because otherwise you're going to get in a lot of trouble and you can get your account taken down. So be very careful out there, guys. That brings us to the end of another Killer Pick Johnny's Brain Send your questions to as many questions as you want to info at daredevilproduction.com. Put pick Johnny's brain in the subject line. Download the informational PDF, 21 Biggest Reasons You Don't Have More Fans and How to Fix It. That's at giftfromjohnny.com. It's free to you. Just tell us where to send it. And finally, hey, hit me up for a consultation if you need. We're getting we're really busy right now, but um, we'll, uh, we'll always try to find some time for you and make sure that we're helping artists out, guys. See you in a couple weeks. Social, 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 social media. Social media. Social media. Challenge. 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 Challenge accepted. What would you do to achieve the American dream? The big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? 
Would you cheat? Would I shop? Would I shop? Would you kill? Yes. From Airship, the studio behind American Scandal, comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, The Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts, or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.